It's your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 10 of TKBS Nation Conversations with For God. These last 10 episodes have been amazing, to say the least. Uh, the nation has showed up and showed out. But today, yes, today, today, T-U-U-U-U-H-D-A-Y. I have some special guests. The topic is, hey, young world, the world is yours. Yeah, because it truly is. I believe that. The future is bright because of these young stars. Please start putting your hands together for Naela Indari. Hi, Naela. You're in Africa. Yes, I'm in Kenya. I'm in Masamata. Um, hopefully that's how you pronounce it. Uh, looking out for the lions, the hippos. Okay. You're looking out for them. You're a superhero. You're a superhero. Lindsay Bryce, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored, child. I wanted to have you young superheroes on here today because I truly believe black women will save the planet. Um, I'm married to a black woman, 23 years. We outside. Um, and I just have so much respect for the supernatural maternal gene that black women have. I mean, I think you're the mother of all people uh, at the end of the day. But I just see an awakening happening in the world. Like I, I know Nyla and um, you know, we have these conversations about politics and then she comes to the club and you know, does her thing. Uh, she doesn't twerk quite as much as she used to because I think that's against the rules. And then, you know, I see this balance and you guys are millennials, correct? We're the younger millennials. Okay, but I see the millennials having a bit more understanding about like, you know, post-generational responsibilities. That's great. Give, where's my, can I get a round of applause for myself? That was beautiful. Give a gunshot. But I think you guys have a better understanding of post-generational responsibilities. And let's talk about that briefly because there's one thing in specific that I like to start off with, and it's the term boss bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch. I think the boss bitch thing is is a thing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just saying what they call it. That's not what I call it. But I think it's a thing. Yes, you want to be independent. You want to have your own views on things. You want to be strong. You want to make your own money. You don't need a man for nothing but something. You know what you need a man for. I don't know what you're, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, you know, some of them don't. But what do you feel about the term boss bitch? I don't necessarily like use the B word, but I do believe the term boss. For example, I started a group chat called Bosses Need Vacation Too. Mm. And it's a group chat of young millennials, Gen Z girls, and we all went on, we all go on trips together mm. because we need to, you know, take time. But in our own right, we're in our early and late 20s and we have our own businesses, our own nonprofits and really supporting each other and showing like you can do this in your 20s. And most of us started doing stuff while we were teenagers. Uh, we don't have that support, so we're each other's own support group. I Even if somebody it. is not feel just seeing them like doing stuff, it's like, hey, I see you. Like, got you it. Need anything? I got you. Got it. Lindsay, how do you feel about that term, boss B? Because since Naila doesn't use the word bitch, I'm not going to say it no more. So we're going to just say B. I think the cultural reference to the term boss bitch is something that a lot of people can so, so your your friend from the fifth grade says bitch and you don't, so we can say bitch. I don't refer to myself as though, but I do think the the reference is 
something that a lot of people can relate to when you speak of mine being independent as right. a younger generation and not really taking on the norms of our older generation, which was, you know, the traditional education job, marriage in the typical, like Nyla stated that she started the group message, Boston Me Vacation 2. Right. All of us are entrepreneurs. We all thrive in different elements of our own careers and it works for all of us and right. none of it is traditional whatsoever right so so i like how you said that the gener so the generation before you was more traditional you think i believe so we was outside though i think i'm the generation before you so i think we was outside maybe my mama and them they worked for the government for 20 29 years yeah, i think i think y'all were outside y'all were just fortunate not to have social media because sometimes it's like man if no. only these things didn't exist, maybe I would a different life. Absolutely. I agree. No, but you're right. No, no, Nyla, because at the end of the day, social media, like for me, like that's why I, I took an affection to you, Nyla, because I felt like you were classy, you had a lot of the young girl energy, but you still like, you, it's like you want to know more. Like the other day, you said, I'm going to Africa. I mean, I, no, I told you I might go to Africa. He's like, I want to go, and you're in Kenya right now. Like you're not playing no games. It's like, I'm moving around the world. I'm living life for a living. And you know, I think I coined that phrase. But to say all that, social media has put an unbelievably unfair lens on black women. Like when you look, and this is my personal opinion, I definitely want to know how you feel, but you know, I stand on mine. But, but I think that at the end of the day, it's like all of them aren't, aren't trapped. I mean, aren't twerk, twerk, you know, twerking and, and, and doing all the, and, 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 and the girl on girl. I mean, and whatever's your thing is your thing. I'm just saying, but there's such a visual of young black women today that has everything to do with the misogynistic things that men talk about in records. It's almost like they're emulating what the men are doing, so they're, they're doubling down on like, I don't give a fuck, I'm about, and then I don't need. But then there's a whole crew, like your group chat, that, you know what I'm talking about? So I, I just need your perspective, because I don't want, the one thing I don't want, and the reason I even create these conversations, because I want everybody to understand that there are levels to everything. There are versions of everything. There's not one type of black person. There's not one type of white person. There are people of people. But I want y'all to come on in on that. Yeah, exactly. So I want to say I'm not against what other type of women there are. Like a lot of my friends know me as the group Turker. Turker, because we can be multifaceted. Like we have <laughs> We're uh, organizing a trip. Or how can I help you on your business? How can you help me? Um, it's like different ways that we show up. And sometimes right. even in marches, we we dance like we show up differently and that's okay because at the end of the day the work is still being done so whether you see me twerking in jamaica or in a suit on capitol hill it's don't be scared of that button Lindsay, how do you feel about what she said baby i love what nyla said i think it's super important to be authentically you when i was first working a job i always thought of myself as um, being like a supermodel pharmacist because mm, I was a pharmacist. Hold on. Lip gloss, okay. <laughs> so I always felt like um, just because I'm doing pharmacy and I'm doing a career job, I do have this, you know, fantasy to be like a supermodel because I just get that. Um, but I did transition to a completely different career. I live in Berlin, Germany. I'm an 
international entrepreneur and I am still making sure that I represent myself in a way that I wouldn't mind others repeating it, but I'm still me. <laughs> talk that talk. Hair is giving supermodel with the lip gloss. I live in Germany. Huh? What are they doing with their lives this week? Um, I think that's amazing. And I think that the stories that have been told from my generation, the, the older generation, as you said, I think, I think that we've given a sense of entrepreneurship that took us outside of the block. You guys, though, like, because when, when I was coming up, and I'll just give you a little fun fact about the old heads. Um, when I was coming up, it was kind of like hip hop was making money. You had an opportunity now, not to just to do music, but you had an opportunity to get fashion money. And you could actually give your opinion, which they could now call consulting, and get paid for that opinion. And then you have guys like me who create their own lane. And I, I show up as me authentically, and I get paid a handsome amount of money to you know, inspire, impact, and inform. So you know, I look at it like you guys took the baton. Y'all are like, when I say international, honey, hottie, honey, honey, hotties, you, you two are beautiful. You're in Germany. You're in Kenya. You talking that talk? Like I'll go such and such tomorrow. I don't even know how much y'all you make. You make a, a week, a month, ten, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't. But it ain't none of my business because the buddy pass system is a whole thing. You got people that work at Delta. You know, there's a whole lot of things that y'all using to y'all advantage, and I respect it. I I respect it and applaud it because. We wasn't on it like that. But we did take the entrepreneurial thing, but y'all taking the world thing to another level. The consciousness and the fact that you even politically sound. I didn't vote until, what president was that? Nah, I voted before Barack. Shoot Tiffany in the foot. What the fuck? I, I voted before Barack. I think Clinton might have been the first person. I don't know how I was. Nyla, you know, my, you know my age, so subtract that from the time, Clinton. But the point is, we wasn't into it. We wasn't even thinking about it. We was like, man, fuck the system. They said don't care nothing about us. They they against us. Systemically, we were aware of our conditions and where we were and the opportunities we didn't have versus what, because like I said, we started getting money. So when you're getting money, you're like, wait, you get this and I don't get that. And then you look at the tax breaks and this, that, and how they hiding money. And then you, you know, your generation hears Donald Trump says he never paid taxes. You know, how do y'all feel about the political sphere and how conscious the Hey Young World crew is doing with it? Because y'all are fabulous. Well, I think Naela and her co-founder, Chelsea, I think they're in a great, great and amazing example of leadership when it comes to the younger generation because they have led with a passion and something that they truly care about while also maintaining and integrity for our own rights and how we are evolving as a younger generation. And although I am not involved in politics at all myself, I too have never voted until Barack. So it was like for Naela and her founder to take the lead, I felt like that was an amazing gesture for not only myself, but all those around me and those that follow them as well. Mm, you gotta talk like you got an education. Nyla? Yeah, well, for us, um, Chelsea and I, I've always been active. She's always been active, even when we started like our own organization. We go on trips last minute. So organizing a march, it was like, girl, you want to organize a march? She was like, yeah, I'm with it, let's do it. Um, but we also believe in meeting people where they are. So when there were the Georgia runoffs in 2020, 
we were at the clubs registering people to vote. Like it's a new generation of political at leaders. the clubs, um, and we believe like we have to meet our people where they're at. So we had our QR codes in our section because people were outside in Atlanta. So that's where we were gonna get them to register to vote. Absolutely, and I think that's genius. And I think one of the things you said, meeting people where they are. I think the fact that you have so much information and you have so many different ways to get people to sign up, to get, you know, names and addresses. Like you said, putting a QR code, hold it up like they do the signs in the club when they bring the liquor out. Vote, voting for Herschel Walker, you will die. Click this QR code. <laughs> Not that you did that, but Herschel Walker and you know what I'm going through here in Georgia. Exactly. I think, honestly, like I was saying, that it was a great example of that. Um, I don't know if you guys saw recently um, this viral audio that was, y'all better come get one of these. It's a chicken salad. Y'all better come up here and get one of these. What's that? It's a chicken salad. I think she was a great example when it brings mixing creativity into politics while also giving more information while meeting people where they are because she took that same concept and applied it to voting. And that same voting video went viral. It was on yes. Shade Room, Spiritual World. And it was just like, that caught our attention. That's, that's her meeting us on our level, but still informing us of what we need to be a part of. No, I love that. And that's the genius of your generation. I truly believe that, right? Not only that you have so much access to information, but you're taking the information and using it where it needs to go. Okay, you mentioning, you know, ball alerts, you know, spiritual world, spiritual word. I'm sorry, I always mess that up. He gets mad at me. Hi, Sean. Um, but spiritual word, um, shade. You mentioning the fact that you know how to, you know what I mean? I, I get tired of the clickbait. I get tired of the, the trolls, you know, but people like, yay, use it. They use it to their advantage. I don't think Ye does it to his advantage all the time or he would still be a billionaire. But y'all, y'all are great examples. Y'all are great examples on how not to lose uh, $11 billion in 24 hours. I think that your generation will make everybody better. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna put this footage of Nyla fighting the, the wasabi hornets out there in goddamn Kenya, cause she just did a whole move <laughs> and y'all can't see it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this clip. Um, but I wanna talk about that too. I, I think that the younger generation and the older generation, I know y'all heard the DJ Academics thing when he was going on the old heads. Most recently, 21 Savage said, ain't nobody checking for Nas. In so many words, not, not disrespecting his body of work back in the day, but saying to still do it is not relevant, right? I mean, that's effectively what he was saying. Um, so in my opinion, and I'll just lead with how I feel about it, and then I, I want you both to chime in. I think that you got a lot of hating ass old niggas, and you got a, a lot of hating ass young niggas. Amen. Amen. You got people that's older, they ain't never been in the business talking shit about the youngins because they never got a shot and they feel like, oh, well, that ain't from my era and it ain't good enough. Well, no, that's not true. You ain't never had nothing no motherfucking way, so you ain't shit and you just want to be miserable and make sure everybody else is miserable too, right? But then that goes for the youngins too. The youngins be out here, you know, just acting like nothing happened before them. They act like nothing happened, like this shit just said and morphed. You know what I'm talking about? Through opportunity. So I'm a firm promoter and advocate for everybody, you know, understanding, appreciating, and respecting each's offering 
Uh, Lindsay, I'll start with you since she's still swatting off flies out there in Kenya. How, how do you feel about that statement? Um, well, how I feel about that statement is I think it's super important to always give the recognition that's due to the ones before us that paved the way. Hold on. Um, Hold on. I think it's always important to go ahead and recognize, you know, the ones that have given us a way to follow and pave that way for us um, because nothing can be done on your own. No one has thought of anything under the sun. Nothing is new. So it's like basically giving that acknowledgement to whether it be your grandparents or the artists before you or that help. Who was that help? Who was that example to you? And I think that's super important, just acknowledging that, giving people their flowers, because you never know where you'll be, and we all have to continue to evolve. So right now, we are current, but we will be that later, and there will be someone else current after us. The future is bright. You hear me? So I get excited, so I have to push buttons. That's my love language. I, I push the buttons. That's my... Uh, Nyla, sweetheart, come on, talk to us. Um, I definitely agree. What Lizzie said is that like supporting the people who have paved the way. Um, but on the other end, I've also felt that experience of when you're the first person to do something and you get a lot of, you know, haters and negative energy from somebody who's older than you who has never done it. Um, when you're expecting to, when you're looking up to them and expecting leadership and guidance from them, that can definitely be hurtful. Like. I'm happy to do this. I'm sad you didn't, you know, you haven't done it, but you should be, you know, happy and supporting. Um, but that's not the majority of my story. My story is I can do everything because of the black woman that put me on. So shout out Simone, shout out Shauna, shout out Rachel. Like all, every job that I had, most of the jobs that I had, a black woman put me on. A black woman that was older than me because she got the job first or she did something that she was able to open the doors and just say, Naila, she needs to be here. So thank you to y'all. Um, but I've also had that negative, those negative experiences, but those negative experiences don't speak for all the good because there are people who, you know, put you on or they did it and they want to put the next person on. So if there's anything that I could do for somebody that's younger than me, I do it. That's dope. And if somebody is doing something, I wish I would do it. Because I think like jealousy could be normal, but you have to make sure that jealousy is not hateration. Like for example, mm. there are so many college students making money right now uh, on TikTok. And I'm like, damn, like I wish there was TikTok when I was in college, like I would have made so much money. I would have been popping, like this would have been my income, but it wasn't. So I have to move on and shout out to all the young people making in college. Um, but you know, I'm not hating on them. I'm like, no, I, I wish it. I could have did it. And I and I support them. No, listen, Nyla, I refuse to get on TikTok. I know the value um, because I'm creative. And y'all see the content I make on IG, but I just can't do all of them. Like, it drives me crazy. I, 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 I don't have the bandwidth to, to make all the different, I was like, I was like, I really said this the other day to Tiffany, I was like, yo, on IG, I can make stories, I can make reels, I can make, you know, I can post pictures, I can, you know, put my video, I can do, I have 577 pieces of content from 
when I started influencer programs, you know, the stuff that all the spirit companies use now. But I have like so many, I'm just posting that on Instagram. I don't need to go, no, I don't need to go to Facebook. And then they have a thing for where you could post on Twitter and Facebook at the same, and Instagram at the same time. That's what I'm doing. I want it easy. But I feel you though, because I, I was saying to myself, if I had my space, in college, you know, I'm gonna date myself a little bit. Ain't nobody scared of none of you motherfuckers. I'm out here in these streets. But if I had my space, like just a, a platform where, cause I was the party king. I don't know if you know this, Lindsay. I don't even know if you know this, Nyla, but I was the party king in Atlanta. I came to Atlanta, Freak Nick 1992. And it changed my life. I saw, I mean, I, I grew up in DC, so Howard University was my backdrop. But the only thing I had, black college and university, historically black college and universities, um, was the, the Cosby show and then a different world. So we didn't know until I got to go to Howard's campus as a teenager. I started going to the parties and Puff was, I think he was his last year when I was in the ninth, 10th grade or something, but I was hustling, so I was in the parties. And I used to meet them up. I was like, oh shit, I could do this. I went to Atlanta, did the same thing. But the point I'm trying to make is, is like, if you could have had a platform back then where you can engage everybody and you can actually not only give the, you know, the, the setting for the party, the temperature, what you're going to do. You can actually show clips of movies and add things and people saying shit. I would have never booked a celebrity in my life. I'd have just became, you know what I'm talking about? Like, so I I understand what you're saying, but to hear you say that, Nyla, is like almost extraterrestrial because you're 20 something and you got all the access in the world as far as social media. And you've actually benefited from social media in your journey. No, I have. So it bugs me out to hear you say that you wish you'd have had TikTok. No, I absolutely have, and I'm thankful for it, but I just wish like I was making money in college. Like there are college students, high school students that are making money because of the way that they've been able to use social media. Got and it. I'm like, dang, I wouldn't have had to ask Tamika for $50 for food because I would have been making money on TikTok as a college student. I get it, I get it. But is let's talk about the social digital world because I feel like, yes, there are some that break through, right? But the majority that break through don't break through on skill set, meaning like your actual true calling, your your purpose driven skill set. A lot of it's like I have to be this character and I have to be this character every time you see me. And then you see the drug overdose, you see the drug, like the usage, you see all the things, the mental health issues, right? And so Lindsay, how do you feel about that? Because I think that it's almost like religion on a lot of levels. Social media is on, on the same level as religion. If you don't do X, Y, and Z, you not going to, to, to social media heaven. You're not gonna get the benefits and make the millions, just like church. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, you going to hell. Although pastors out here fucking the congregation. But what do you think, Liz? I think when it comes to social media, social media does have this stigma of this hardcore false sense of obligation towards it. So if you're not posting, a certain type of creator or influencer it's like this is the way to go and if you're not going this way then your algorithm is going to deteriorate I'm not going to show you here you know and most people won't be attractive you're not going to get higher engagement because of a b and c and I think it is a little mentally taxing especially on my generation and emotionally taxing gotta be because it seems so like so much to upkeep and be a part of when really outside of my phone there's so much going on in the world you're in germany and we really don't you know we really don't know and yeah even before moving to germany funny i'm maybe funny but might be ignorant i never heard of ghana before until i moved to germany no but this is what i'm saying you, 
Yeah. I, I, first of all, I don't mean to cut you off, but I just want you to know how much of a superhero you are for doing that. I, and and Nyla, like you going everywhere you go all the time. I don't know what your budget like. I got to talk to somebody that understands your, how you get there. But, but the thing is, though, at the end of the day, that's what... That's my that's my fear that people don't live outside their phone, Lindsay. Like people really like they and even me, like I want the internet to end. Not not the internet so we can't communicate like this, but like the internet that is so possessive to fragile, undeveloped minds. I'm not talking about babies. I'm talking about people that ain't, ain't seen shit outside their block. I'm talking about people that don't know nothing more than what they people is telling them, and that's law. Instead of going out here, meeting people that are traveling the world, that are learning different languages, that understand knowledge itself. I was saying this the other day, like when, when we were coming up, we had NWA fuck the police. Fuck the police. But we also had fight the power. Fight the power. We also had things that balance out the noise. I don't see any balance in your generation. I listen, I listen to everything by default. I'm gonna say it like that. I don't like everything, but I listen to everything by default because that's my business. But the level of ignorance in music, the lack of even caring about saying something. I'm talking about, they just don't get it. Mean, they, don't, they don't give a fuck. They just, if it ain't about shooting fucking or it's not even a hit song. It's like, I don't even think Future does as much drugs as he says he does. And that's more my generation than yours, but literally still talking about drugs, you just bought $25 million house. You got some money, you could change the narrative. You could talk about I did this to get that. Like me, I'm a convicted fucking felon. I got two great functioning humans. I've been married 23 years. I fucking take on mentees daily just because I want people to have information. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't understand. I, I And I want y'all to speak to this because it goes into the next part of the conversation with men in your generation. And I want one, two, I want one, you guys to send a message to what you are or aren't looking for, what you think the men are and how they exist today because it's important. Because I don't think people get it from young black women. We know what young black men think. This shit is disgusting. This shit is unbelievable. And I'm not talking about all of them because some of them don't. You thought today was another routine? You thought today was a walk in the park? Congrats, you played yourself. I'm Alex Toussaint, and today we're drinking Swat Water Alkaline. With nine plus pH and added electrolytes, it's hydration for your determination. That means no excuses. I don't want to see you just work out. Get out there and outwork. Let's get it, baby. Smart Water Alkaline. Today's episode is sponsored by Sunships Art Scene. Sunships believes in the power of diverse voices, but many women and people of color aren't always seen in the art industry. Help Sunships shine a light on underrepresented artists and champion diversity in the art scene by heading to sunshipsartscene.com now to view the art collection on show in Miami Beach and vote for your favorite artist for their chance to win Sunships snacks for one year. The top three artists that receive the most votes will be commissioned by Sunships to create artwork that will appear on more than 20 million Sunships bags and across Sunships advertising in 2023. How do you guys feel about because how you're showing up right now? I'm so impressed. I mean, Lindsay, I've never met you in my life, but I feel like I, I know you. Like, you're like Nyla, like 
my other like young friends. But how do you feel about the the young men in the space, and what would you want from young millennial men that's your age? Mm. Had to think about that shit. Give you a minute. What would I say? Is it just like platonicy or romantic? Well, I think you guys have a series of like, it's my personal opinion, I don't know, and I'm asking. I think you have a series of, uh, there's no courting um, in dating, it seems. This is just my outside looking in. There's no real love language. There's more do you want to fuck or... Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. You know what I mean? I don't think there's no, there's no real civility in the process. And I just want to know how y'all feel because I don't think you, one, deserve it, two. The shit they say in these records can't be the only verse. Yeah, no. Okay. I definitely see that. Like, it's like, do we go on dates? Or is this just like the one date until you ask what you really want, which I know what you really want, and why do you think you're about to get that off of one date? Right. Where's the work? You should look. For me, I think a guy should really realize the type of woman that he's talking to before he approaches her. Ooh. Because like there could be two things. So for one, you could be talking to a woman that's out of your budget. I can't tell the bro boys. I can't tell the bro boys. I can't tell the bro boys. Not even being like shady, Ooh. but you can talk to them. And then being mad because they want this, that, and the third. If they want this, that, and the third, that's not something that you're able to give. That's fine. Mm. But that woman is just not in your range. Okay? And then the other thing is you may be someone, you know, who doesn't want to court, wants to have sex, that's fine, date someone who wants to do that. I think the problem is you're dating people that don't meet your needs and then getting upset. Maybe mm. you like their appearance, but everything else is not aligning. Right, right, hold on. I wanna give you some horns. Go ahead. Yeah, and then on top of that, the personalities aren't aligning. You like them on look, based on looks, and then you want a wife. How do you want a wife if you're not acting like a husband? the men to be a lot more accountable of the things that they want and also think about what are they putting out so what are you doing to attract this and i think a lot of times they're like well i got money so i should be getting this and the third but you're still hold up i want to say something Lindsay. i'm coming right to you and, and you can finish nyle if you like but i want young men to hear that you got to know what you're dealing with I think at times you listening to these songs and you listening to what your partners is lying about and you think that's that's reality. But when you meet a woman that knows who she is, you have to know who you are. Uh, Lindsay, come on in the conversation, baby. Well, what I would say from my experience of dating, um, something that I think I have gained clarity to be very important for me is knowing that um, I'm spiritually aligned with my partner, right? After, after several dating experiences, or especially just one in particular, I really realized what I was asking for at first is actually nothing of what I want. Mm. And so after the experience, I realized that being emotionally mature, emotionally available, and family oriented are things that are super important to me as I continue yes. to evolve as a woman and um, the things that I want for my future and just taking certain experiences that I don't have to experience myself 
and chewing up the meat and spitting out the bones just from the relationship between my parents and how I would like to be able to raise my children and being able to really educate myself on those things. I would like someone who comes from a similar background as me or who, if they don't, you know, would like to strive towards that. I would. So like you don't find that. You don't find that people don't have that. They're not giving that energy. I think right now our generation is caught up in a lot of other things that it's not going to hit them until later when it's almost too late or when they're older and they're alone that these are the things that were actually important instead of the extra. And I think having that balance that you mentioned earlier is important. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to go out and do all these other different activities, but also knowing who you are as a person is important and who you want to co-create life with is important and making sure those you know everything is we all moving on the same frequency because if not it's just a bunch of wasted time yeah the the vibration you how do you Lindsay? if you don't mind me asking in front of the world i'm 27 and it's given it's given i've been here and i know some things i mean i you know i i respect it i respect it i respect you both i respect the statements and i i think the over misogynistic rap lyrics from not just men, women. There is an onslaught of I'm talking about like I ain't never seen nothing in my life. Like I mean, and it's it's 14 million female artists now too. So as as you get a male artist, you get a woman artist. It's and, that, and which is great because everybody need to be able to get money. But the topic of conversation, every woman, every woman raps like they selling pussy. I need a- I do not mean to talk like that. Okay. Uh, let's be honest. Little Kim, Foxy Brown. No, 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 we did not. Yo, yo, Nyla, come on. And, and Lindsay, we, we related now. We might be, really be related because I think we think a, a lot alike. But you can't tell me. One song by a female rapper don't talk about pussy and getting some dick and head and, and then getting it. You can't tell me one female song. Tell me one. You got five seconds. One. You got Lauren No, 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 no. We talking about your generation. You can't do that. See, this is oh, when it's convenient. When it's convenient, oh, um, y'all want to come on into my era. No, 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 no. You stay in that motherfucking lot, though. <laughs> We need some more time. No, you got five seconds. I won't, listen, I, I will lessen the criteria. Tell me one song don't that don't that don't reference. You have Snow Allegra. We're not talking, we're talking Allegra, about rappers. Exactly. You, beautiful, Lindsay, hold on. Lindsay, hold on, this for you, Lindsay. This for you, Lindsay, because you's a, you's a lady. You are a lady, and I hope a, a gentleman caller is listening right now and comes and just goddamn moves to Germany. But give me a rap, female rapper. And I, I done condemned, I'm not really condemning nobody, but I done shit on the youngest. Cause they not talking about shit. They not talking about shit. Kodak Black need to go and get the fuck off the mic. He need to just go. But I'm just saying, none of them. They not talking about nothing. Little Baby, the only one I love. And Meek Mill more my generation than y'all generation. I can name one person. I'm not sure if you heard of I'm a Reddit. Not Atlanta. Not Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. No, Clay Cole, it's not Atlanta. But I'm a Reddit, it doesn't even get the acknowledgement that she really does, uh, deserves. Just because she does not speak like the other women rappers do and that she does not dress like them. She I'll doesn't give you show one. up as this woman. I'll give and you that one. So but she had really to do a song with Lotto. She had to do a song with Lotto to be heard though. 
in all fairness. She's incredible. Love her. and she got a boyfriend that's locked up and she's still staying down. So I respect her gangster. Yeah. But at the same time, she had to do a song where Lotto was talking, you know, I mean, look, and that, okay, I'll just be confused. The, the young rapper's fault or is it like the record labels or the people who control the radio who are putting the music out? Smart ass, yes, absolutely. She, yeah, you're absolutely correct. But, but we, as a people, don't need to continuously fall into that. Like, give you an example. Tip, he made the trap music. Tip had Afghanistan in his trunk when he got locked up with all them guns. Tip sold drugs. Tip is notoriously the trap, one of the trap kings and founders. Jeezy, same thing. Just denounced the trap. I'm not glorifying the trap. My museum is to show my experience. I get that. He went on TV, he was he was y'all generation Huxtables. They was the Huxtables for y'all. That was the only family y'all saw in unison in a black man and woman participating in their kid's life. Not for photo ops, but so that's an example of, yeah, I, I got locked up at 18. I was a basketball star, did some stupid shit, wanted to be Scarface, turned my life around. These motherfuckers don't want to change. It, 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 it's, it's cycles. Like I keep, I will reference future again. Future. You are the king of the lean music. For that lean, I ain't drinking beer yet. Of the fucking drug overdose music. If you change it, what you think they gonna do? If you speak out about it, I was a kid, I was doing some crazy shit, but now I wanna change. What you think they gonna do? But these motherfuckers die, like, and this is the scary shit. These motherfuckers dying from organ failure. They dying from shit that's caused by these designer drugs. They ain't no weed, no cocaine. I mean, I'm not even saying, I'm not saying do cocaine, but that's more natural than goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't wanna say that, but you feel what I'm saying. So anyway, the, the moral of the story, I don't, I don't never done cocaine in my life for anybody thinking that I'm saying cocaine is okay. I'm saying that these designer drugs are killing 23 year olds, 24, I'm talking about dying, not 16 year olds. 16, hello? My my little cousin just overdosed from a fake Percocet. Oh my and God, His mother was looking for him to be getting dressed for school and he was downstairs in his bed already dead. This is this, but this is un. That comes from listening to the music. You can't say it doesn't, and that's bad, man. So, my last question on this segment, I want to get into the last segment. How do we fix this? Y'all are, you know, mid to late twenties. Y'all still active. You still have friends that have influence over, and then you, to your point. Nyla of the industry, go at them motherfuckers. Yay, yay could have. I'm so mad at yay, yo, by the way. You know, you finally in every room you need to be in, and you say DEF CON 3 on all Jews. Go at the Jews you're mad at. Don't don't put a people in that mix. But see, y'all will do it right. You, I'm talking about starting with you two, like, go at the people that are legitimately continuously adding fire to this flame. We know who they are. And guess what? Y'all generation created the platforms where you don't even need the record labels no more. The music business didn't come back because of the record company. Streaming brought the music back. And that came from a young person not giving a fuck about the, the original way that music was being heard and sold. So I'm saying to y'all, I really wanna hear from you. What do you think y'all could do? I mean, you're organizers. You guys are going to save the planet. What can we do to help fix this music? Well, the activist in me, would say exactly what you said earlier is like look to who are the leaders 
are in this music and reaching out to them, whether it be through their managers, like, look, we got a lot of things going on. People are dying and we're looking up to you. Like you could potentially change. Um, and then not just reaching out to them, getting some more people, like we already have X, Y, Z on board but we really need you. And this could be like, this is more than music, it's your legacy. Yes. You're really speaking to them long time. This is your legacy. What do you want to be? And what do you want people to know you as? If Barack Obama was to come at your funeral, what could he say about you? Because Nipsey Hussle, he left a legacy. Yes. Do you want your legacy to just be like that last record that you sold? And then we remember the 20-year-old that died from a fentanyl overdose. Absolutely. This is not fair. And, and Lindsay, I want you to, to come in, but I want to say this too. Like even seeing, like I came up in the Leo Cohen days. I came up in, you know, those days of Julie Greenwald and all these white people that seemed to be, you know, a part of the culture in the way that they would give us opportunity and channels to express ourselves and not for everybody, clearly. But then I'm looking at the music today and it's like, Y'all made all the money in the world and y'all came from the purest forms of hip hop and you're, you're putting out this shit? You're giving deals and glorifying this shit? It disturbs me, but Lindsay, how you feeling about it, baby? I think I completely agree with you, especially of who you have had as an example of who is continuously adding fire. Um, fuel to the fire. I think if we collectively gathered and moved in unity to appoint new leaders, and that would be through our support because we're constantly listening to Future, we're constantly listening to Kill Em Up, Drug Em Up, all of these things. But if we appointed new leaders by solely supporting those things that we believe in and that we will actually want to hear and that can actually feed us more information, more knowledge to go to the next level, I think that would do all the world of justice for our generation that is now and the generation to come because it is very, very, very bad. And a lot of our generation has solely gone straight into social media and that's all they know. That's all they so, know and want to know. That's all they know and is want to know. And to be able to deactivate from that will be very hard because it's such a big part of us now. Look, y'all are journalists. Y'all ain't even know. Like y'all literally are setting the next thing up. And you you pretty gangsters. So I, I want to talk about that because I feel like, you know, when you look at um, how social media seems like the only way for so many, you know? And even to our, to, to, I mean, to what you said, Nyla, even myself, like, if we had this, we'd have did this. Or what, but I, I want this motherfucker to blow up. Like, I want this shit to get gone so people can actually be humans again have conversations that are more impactful and not judged based on what you did on Instagram yesterday. And trust me, I participate, child. I understand the game. I know you got to see me because I'm not outside like that. You know, I go, I do my high profile ten pole events and I get it. But they got to see that to understand I'm a motherfucking legend or, or or who I know and what access I have. I get it. But at the same time, I really don't give a fuck about it. I mean, you can ask Nyla, you haven't hung out yet. Um, Lindsay, but when you do, you're going to have a time in your life. But we be having like real conversations in the middle of the turn up or we, you know what I mean? Like we kiki about whatever. So my thing is like, I'm about substantive, you know, exchange. And that doesn't exist anymore. It really doesn't. Like everything is so fluff and foo-foo. And the point of the, the topic is, is these false prophets and leaders in these realms 
I ain't never seen so many financially literate motherfuckers in my life that ain't financially literate. It's a fucking Ponzi scheme. Not all earn your leisure's good guys, but there are a lot of Ponzi schemes, you know, and how do you separate the real from the fake? Cause they do a damn good job on social media. Like you be thinking it's a whole, and it'd be like, nah, that motherfucker live with his mama. You know what I'm talking about? Or nah, that nigga really married and got 12 kids. Like whatever it is, the foolery is on another level. A lot of people, including myself, and I'm sure Lindsay can speak to this, you don't really know until you get scammed or until somebody else posts wow. like this person. Yeah, because people po only post what you want them to see. So right. my Instagram account is a persona that I want people to see. I want people to see me as this way. And then you may hang out with me in person, but oh, she she really, you know, she cool. Um, because Instagram is this, my photographic LinkedIn, you know, that's right. what I want you to see. Right. Um, so I like that. Hold on. Photographic LinkedIn. You better shoot. Who is a good scammer? They're gonna show you everything that they want you to see, and unfortunately, you aren't gonna learn if they're scamming. At least me, I don't think I can really tell the difference um, until you get scammed, or somebody else you know has been scammed, or somebody's in the comments letting you know that they haven't received their product or their class that they paid for three months ago. So, I guess my advice would be go to the comments, scroll down, go to a couple pictures. See if you have anyone in the comments asking about, I haven't received XYZ, where's my package? I didn't get this service back, what happened? That would be my advice. The comments always tell a story, if they keep their comments on. And if they're off, there may be a reason. Mm, I like that. Uh, Lindsay, what is your experience? What advice would you have? Well, I agree with Naela. I feel like you really don't know what you don't know. and But mm. if you listen long enough, someone will tell you everything that you need to know. Woo! So just observe, be a listening ear, make sure that you are definitely listening more than you speak. And you'll know whether this conversation is to continue or to cease. So, wow, wow. And can I get, we? you know, we had the man conversation. I forgot to ask about the women portion because Nyla, you were very political because that is your line of business. And you were saying you could do both. You can do this and you can do that. And that is true to a certain point, I think. So I would just like you, and not my words, yours. I would love you to just what you want to see in your fellow black women. And, and I want you to think about all the rap lyrics and all the, the female rappers that are out right now talking about fuck nigga free and touch my ass and I got the best pussy. And I want you to think about all that as you give this PSA to your partners. Okay. Well, I will, I will say people are who they are. So I'm not gonna ask someone who is, you know, in Memphis rapping about that with her friends to change. I would want to see us as black women and people who support and love black women, supporting black women out of the ordinary. So supporting black women who are, you know, dark skinned, not being colorist. And they are, they have lyrics that are about that. So it's not really on the people who are already doing that music, because that's them. Like you can't tell somebody to start doing conscious rap if they don't do conscious rap. But what we can do is support black women who are conscious rappers. Right, I love that. Round of applause. And everyone, Nyla's facial expressions are priceless. 
and I'm posting them all. What are they uh, doing? No, you just, you get oh, so in. <laughs> no, 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 no. You get into your activist mode. It, and I, just, I love it. And I respect it. And I oh. want to just tell you about, no, what you said was so important because the one thing I want people to do is own who they really are. Own who you really are. If you out there and you like that, be that. Don't try to, and my problem is when people aren't themselves. You understand what I'm saying? Or do things because they see everybody else do them. Which I think in this industry is the majority because you see so many people break down. If someone was wholly themselves, you couldn't say shit. It would be nothing a comic could say that would rip your heart out. These people be going That's why I respect Cardi B so much. I respect Cardi yeah, B because she don't give a fuck. Ow. And it's interesting. Because not only does she not give a fuck, she's trying to grow. You want to hear what she say or has to say about politics or certain candidates. So my point is, is like, to your point, I totally agree with you, but I also too want people to own who they are. But Lindsay, come on in the conversation, baby. Yeah, I agree with you guys completely. I think knowing who you, your authentic self is, is super important. Um, one thing I want to see from the black women of every generation is definitely more collaboration over competition. I think Ooh, hold on, hold on, bar, bar, hold on, hold on. Let me clear the air. Say that one more time. I think what I would like to see more from black women of all generations is more collaboration over competition. Bars? I think we get so caught up into being one up over another that we don't really see how the next person next to us can help us as much as we can help them. I think it's important to always, every level you go to, make sure you bringing up somebody behind you. You're that team. I mean, if you want to go, you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, bring some people with you. And I think that's what I want to see of all black women, black men, our generation, just as a unity together. I think so much more can be accomplished as a team unit. I listen. You better give yourself a round of applause. Black women will save the planet. Black women will save the planet. But I, I want you to also give me, you know, because we talked about the relation, uh, the relationship between old and young, older and younger, and you know, brilliant conversation. Because I think a hater's a hater at the end of the day, and I think the majority of the conflict we see are from haters or people that just don't, like you said, Nyla, that they don't respect the value of what this person's doing because they never done nothing. You know what I'm talking about? So um, if you could say anything to the older generation on how to deal with y'all, what would you say? Because I could say me personally, stop being selfish with the information. Y'all old motherfuckers hoarding this shit like y'all going to die with it. Message. But you could give your version of that. No, I completely 100% agree with that right there. Because it's like respect our strides, you know, respect our current moment. And also, you know, teach us something. We want to learn. We want to be students of the game as well. But when you gatekeep information, you make us feel defensive in what we're doing as well. We Now we don't want to tell you or we don't want to share with you or, or we don't want to collaborate with you. Why? Because nobody helped me. So now it's mine. This is mm. what I'm doing. And I feel like that's a lot of energy that's being taken on when you don't learn from the OGs. When the OGs don't want to give you your spot, your time to shine. Mm. And it's like, is that intimidation? Is it ad- admiration or what is it? It's Insecurity. Like, I feel like, yeah, I think so as well. But I think what would be more honorable is if you looked at me as I acknowledge you as being my inspiration and my example, but and also letting me know that 
you're proud of what I've done and that you acknowledge where I am and where I am to go. And hey, here's a seed to plant. This is what I know from my experience. Take this and watch it grow. I think if we have more of that, you have a lot more of everything, honestly. I, you better, hello, shoot all the rumors that the youngers ain't got it. Out the air, Nyla. Yeah, I would definitely say like, let's get rid of this. Uh, I struggle, so you have to, you, you have to struggle mentality. Like we don't have to have struggle <laughs> If you have the gyms, you have went through this hard experience so now it's your turn even if you don't have to and they have the resources and they need to completely get rid of that i definitely believe that work young people need to work um for what they want and things aren't easy and come overnight but when someone has the resources and the gyms they should share it like let go of that you need to experience the same struggle that i had you know like i'm gonna bully you i'm gonna make you like let's just get rid of that yeah no we need to get rid of it and, and wow, y'all impressing the shit out of me. All right, as we close the show, um, the show is entitled Hey Young World, The World Is Yours. So I want you to both say the the title of the show and give what you think. And I'll give you an example uh, and lead it off. Hey Young World, The World Is Yours. And I see you. And I know that you are necessary. I know that you will change the world in the way that you see the world. And I want you to double down on that. But I also want you to make sure that along the way, you are not only seeing people for who they are, you are a part of the solutions where you see there are none. And that's what I see for the young world. And Nyla, we'll start with you and end with you, Lindsay. Okay. Um, hey, young world, you may not have all the answers today or tomorrow, but you'll still make it through. Everything is not an overnight success story. It does take some hardship, but you will get there and you'll get to where you need to be. And whether you get rejected today, tomorrow or next week, what God has planned for you is so much greater than what you thought you wanted. Ooh, somebody's going to be inspired. Uh, Lindsay Darling, talk to us. Hey, young world. I just wanted to let you guys know that where you start is not where you will finish, but learn as much as you can experience as much as you can. Make sure you're always bringing up the next person next to you. And you are always leading and representing yourself in a way that you wouldn't mind others repeating. Mm, round of applause. We got some superheroes on TKBS Nation Conversations today. I'd like to thank you both uh, for your time. Ironically, one's in Germany, one's in Kenya, Africa. And you niggas at home on your couch. Thank you for tuning in to episode 10. Hey, young world, the world is yours. I love you in real life. We'll see you next episode. Peace. The, 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 the dream is real. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they 
they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The detail inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. eBay, authenticity, guarantee, everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms.